Welcome to another dynamic word from Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We're so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the word. Well, tonight I want to encourage you to open up your Bibles. We're going to talk tonight uh, about some... Uh, I want to make you more aware, I suppose, would be correct way of putting it, about angels on assignment. We're going to go to the Word of God tonight, and we're going to talk a little bit about angels. As I said earlier, I believe God is doing more behind the scenes than He is doing in a way that we can naturally comprehend. I am seeing lives being changed. I am seeing opportunities unfolding. I am seeing uh, what I would consider miracles. I'm seeing what I would consider things happening that I would never have imagined could happen. Because God is getting involved in a greater way and we're getting to see His involvement. We're getting to see the fruit of God's involvement and I want us to be just a little more aware of how God has planned to interact with us on planet earth through angels that are on assignment in Psalms 34 in verse number 7 and tonight I'll, I'll, I'll only have you uh, look at probably um, maybe five verses but I will quote so many verses that if you do not get a chance to write all of the verses down then you can go to EZ sermons okay that's an E and a Z or a Z wherever you may be in the world EZ sermons one word S-E-R-M-O-N-S EZ sermons.com okay and you can find the notes for tonight, Angels on Assignment. You can follow along, but there will be a list of all of the scriptures that I'm going to refer to tonight. And you may want to, you know, just read back through the notes. The notes actually read a little better than I preach. Okay, I write the notes, and, uh, and I, I think I'm a better writer than I am a speaker because I chase rabbits when I speak. And you won't have to, you know, endure. You can read through my notes in about, to, you know, uh, you know, six minutes. It takes me 25 minutes or, or, or 30 minutes to, to, to tell them all. But um, so don't despair if I mention so many verses that you don't get a chance to look at them. You can go and you can download those. They're for free. And uh, folks do that all over the world, uh, thousands and thousands all over the world. Download the notes. We own that domain. We we have, uh, I don't know how many now, I'm, I'm going to say about 30 websites from our church. Uh, and uh, we just bought two or three more here two or three weeks ago. Uh, I don't even remember what they are, but uh, we bought them for some reason so that we would have them. Uh, oh, key learning centers, I think. Our, our, our key learning center that we opened up, we, we own the domains for them about anything you could mistakenly type in. <laughs> And uh, send you to us so that we can uh, give God the glory and reach and meet the needs through everything we're doing. But uh, Easy Sermons is, is one of our websites. It is us. Okay. And um, uh, in Psalms 34 tonight, uh, in verse 7, the Bible says this, The angel of the Lord, 
Now tonight we're going to be talking about angels on assignment. But the angel of the Lord, the angel of Jehovah. You know, uh, uh, some and in, and in some places, uh, almost all the scholars would, would, would agree that that is Jesus. But in other places, it is an angel, okay? A messenger of God. Uh, uh, an angel, what you would imagine when you imagine angel, or what you will imagine after we're finished tonight, whenever you imagine angel. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him, and delivers them. I love that. You know, there are things going on behind the scenes in your life that you are being more taken care of, better taken care of, and, and helped along the way in many instances that you are completely unaware of because the angel of the Lord encamps around you because you reverence the Lord, because you care and, 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 and because you respect God then therefore the angel of the Lord camps around you. Now, this, is, this is the word of God. It is a reality. And you know, angels are, are, are a spiritual species, if I can say it that way. Angels are a spiritual species of beings that was created by God for special purposes. For the purpose that God intended. Angels were created by God as spiritual beings. And they all have uh, differing ranks. They are, you know, in rank. They are in order. They have different orders, different duties, different abilities. And they look different. There are different orders, different classes that look different. And that are actually named different uh, types, different kinds of angels. In Daniel, the 10th chapter, and Daniel, the 12th chapter, both of those speak about Michael, who, who uh, he was the chief prince of Israel. Interesting that God said that this angel is the chief. It's the number one, and he is the prince of Israel. He has a special duty, a special title, a special power, a special ability, a special anointing, if you will, a special message, because he is a special messenger, and there's not another one like him. He is an individual. He's not some drone Okay? He's not some, uh, 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 you know, some cloned being, a special species, an individual with a name. Near 100 times the Bible mentions a certain type of angel, a cherub or a cherubim. Near 100 times. And they are angels that, that, that hover over and cover with their two wings. It's interesting. You can read about that in 1 Kings Chapter 8 and verse 7 and Ezekiel the 10th chapter and Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 5. Um, the Bible talks about these particular angels covering the mercy seat. Their, their wings cover. They are created by God to cover the things that are holy and important and blessed by God. Ezekiel 28, as I said a little bit earlier when I referred to the angel that was created as the anointed cherub who covers. Ezekiel 28 indicates to us that Lucifer, a created angel by God, was given authority by God to rule over uh, much of God's creation. And it seems as though that he was well... Uh, 
uh, acquainted and well able with a capacity for music. In fact, uh, um, many imagine that, that he breathed, and I imagine personally that he's still breathing out a lot of music, and you can listen to it uh, you know, in a lot of ways uh, because he has a message that he wants to sell. And he sells a lot of it with the music that you don't want to listen to. In fact, one of the best pieces of advice that I have heard all this year came from Royce Taylor on Sunday morning uh, after he and Kim finished uh, singing a special. And he said, listen, get you a third day album. Of course, you, you may not have a record player. Okay, that kind of dated him a little bit. But get you a third day CD or download some third day and listen to it for six months and don't listen to any other music. And it will change your life. That is the truth. I left here that morning wishing that I had left everybody with just that message. We could have said amen and went home. You know, that's a reality. Music sells. Isaiah 6 speaks of seraphim. Seraphim, they're an order of angels. They have six wings, the Bible says. And uh, in, in, in Isaiah's case, they acted as a messenger from God to Isaiah. Angels, as I said, have names. And they are sent on assignment in Luke uh, chapter 1 and verse 26. We know that God talked about the angel Gabriel has a name. Michael has a name. Gabriel has a name. And, and uh, you know, they, they are individuals. And he was sent by God to the city of Nazareth to a specific woman named Mary to carry a message from God as he had been sent to many others. There are angels as well, the Bible tells us, who appear uh, to look like men. They look like mere men, but yet uh, um, they're angels. And the Bible says that we are unaware that we entertain angels. We are unaware that there are messengers from God sent to us and they look like mere humans and we don't know them. Hebrews 13 verse 2 says that. Angels also bring messages to people in dreams. Do you know some of the dreams that you might have through your life, and especially if, 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 if you are a person given to dreams and given to visions, but some of the dreams that we have are angels bringing dreams and impacting our sleeping time, our dreams, with messages from God. That's what the Word of God says in Matthew, the first chapter in verse 20. You remember that God sent an angel to Joseph and told him in a dream that came to him as a result of an angel being sent to him. Joseph had a dream, and in the dream he heard the voice of God say, through this angelic messenger don't be afraid to marry this woman that child that she has conceived is from God it wouldn't be the last time that God sent an angel to him to give him a dream Daniel was informed concerning fallen demonic angels who were princes of the power of the air, one over Greece, uh, 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 another over Persia. And no doubt they were, these were rulers of darkness, but they were princes of the air, princes of darkness, angels, angelic beings that were fallen angelic beings, demon angels who governed territories from the heavenlies. Later, we would read in the New Testament about 
rulers and principalities and powers, those things that we wrestle and struggle with. Instead of struggling with with flesh and blood, we are struggling with angels and rulers and demons and spiritual wickedness, wicked spirits. And there is nothing that was not created by God. These are fallen angels, different classes, different orders, different ranks of angelic beings, an angelic species, a very particular species that God created called angels that are not men, they are not God, they are angels. Fallen and unfallen. Revelation, the 12th chapter, speaks about Michael and his warring angels. There are angels that are warring angels. They are soldiers of God. There are also soldiers of the devil. Some of these warring angels followed the devil, followed Satan in his departure from God, and they became, as Revelation 12 says, they became warring angels of the devil. Mark, the first chapter in verse 13 tells us about angels who were sent by God to minister to Jesus whenever he was in the wilderness of Judea. And angels ministered him, the Bible says. Mark 1.13. Jesus talked to us in Mark, the, excuse me, Matthew the 26th chapter in verse 53. He simply said this, do you not know that I could presently, right now, call more than 12 legions of angels and they would come and deliver me? All I have to do is call them. And they were more than 12 legions of angels were standing ready should Jesus say no to the cross. They were here to deliver him, to do his bidding. Wow. Elisha saw the same willing warriors in chariots of fire surrounding the hills around Dothan in 2 Kings, the 6th chapter in verse 17. Although his servant did not see them and he realized he cannot see in the spirit what I can see. And he said, more there are with us than be with them. Oh God, open up his eyes. And God opened up the servant's eyes so that he could see what was going on behind the scenes. And behind the scenes, there were angels ready in a moment's notice to do the bidding of the prophet of God and to save them from being captured and indeed he did wow the devil knows that God gives angels assignments to watch over his children that's why the devil said to Jesus in Luke chapter 4 and verse 10 Listen, why don't you just go ahead and throw yourself off of this pinnacle because you know that God has assigned angels to you to bear you up lest your foot should even trip on a rock. You know. Jesus didn't say, oh, that's not true. Jesus didn't say, oh, I don't believe in angels. Jesus didn't say, oh, that's not their job. Oh, they're busy worshiping God. Oh, they don't even know where I am. No, The devil knows that there are angels on assignment sent out to minister for you. Angels care about souls. 
angels have this, you know, the angels of God have this God-given heart. They care about the souls of men. That's why I believe the devil and his angels hate the souls of men. Because the angels of God love the souls of men. And the Bible says in, in Luke, the 15th chapter, in verse 10, that there is a rejoicing, an expression of joy in heaven. Moreover, one sinner who repents when a soul is saved, there is rejoicing by the angels in heaven more than you can imagine. There's party in heaven. I mean, just uh, the angels, they care. The Bible says in Luke, the 16th chapter, in verse 22, when it's talking about Lazarus and a rich man who both died, the Bible says that angels carried the soul of Lazarus into the bosom of Abraham. Angels are assigned to escort the souls of men and women, children who are born again, who have given their life to Christ. Our children, I believe, under the age of accountability, are ushered and carried and protected by angels straight into the bosom of God. Angels. According to Luke, the 20th chapter in verse 36, angels never die. The Bible says, in fact, when we encounter the resurrection, we will be like the angels. We will never die. Wow. As I said earlier, there are a group of angels who followed Satan in the rebellion against God. And when they did, they sealed their fate. One day they will be cast into the lake of fire, which God has specifically created for the devil and his angels. Hell was created not for the souls of men, but for the devil and his angels to lock them up and for that to be cast hell, that jail, that eternal jail, to be cast into a lake of fire. Matthew 25 verse 41 tells you that. Rebel angels, the Bible tells us, you can read about this in 2 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, specifically verse 14. Rebel angels have the ability to appear as angels of light. They have rebel demon angels have an ability to manifest themselves as though they are your friends. As though, you know, this is why First uh, John, the fourth chapter and verse one and those verses following tell us to not believe every spirit. Don't believe every spirit. Don't believe everyone that tells you everything. Why? Because 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen also tells us that, that, uh, that there are masquerading, masquerading angels who want to tell you something that appears to be truth, but it's not. It has a golden coin of truth, but they're speaking into your ears and, and, and they have other people, they have, they have uh, deceived other people who also are speaking to you something that is not the truth of God's Word, but it seems so right. Masquerading angels. Spirits that do not testify to the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul said, if an angel 
He included angels. Even if an angel comes to you and starts to tell you something different than the gospel of Jesus Christ, the whole counsel, the, 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 the word of God, the one story that God is telling, if some, even an angel appears to you and tells you something different than the gospel of Jesus Christ, let him be cursed. Don't believe it, he said. Don't believe it. Galatians 1.8 says that. Angels are everywhere, by the way. Every day they are being used by God. The Bible says that angels are listening for God's word to be spoken. They are listening for God's commands. The Bible says that these angels, they are ministers, they're flames of fire. They are hearkening to the voice of God's word so that they can accomplish the commandments of God, so that the word of God can be proven true in lives of men and women on planet earth. Psalms 103 verse 20. That's why speaking the word is so important because angels are listening for the word to be spoken. That's why praying the word over your life and speaking the word and confessing the word of God has such power because behind the scenes it literally releases angels. You know, you know what happened whenever the Bible says in Daniel the 10th chapter and verse 12 whenever the angel came to Daniel. Daniel had been praying. Daniel had been speaking to God and angels had been listening from day one and in the 10th chapter of Daniel in verse 12 the angel said that we heard you from the very first day that you began to speak to God and pray from the very first day that we heard your voice we started for you we were sent on assignment to come and to help you and deliver you and answer your questions and bring you revelation but we were hindered because of all of the demons that were trying to resist us and it took us 21 days to break through you know we often need a breakthrough we need at times to keep praying until we break through until we get through it's 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 not always just boom and then and, and that's it sometimes it is but sometimes it's a labor sometimes it's a war sometimes it's a fight sometimes we have to keep on keeping on because God is sending angels on assignment and the devil is resisting them and the devil is trying to hold back the blessings and the changes that, it, that need to take place and we need to keep on giving ammunition and speaking the word and confessing so that what happened in that case is that Gabriel was being sent and Michael had to come and help and so that he could get away and give him the message and say we heard you and we're working on it and here's what you need to do and here's what's going to happen and he said now I got to go back and rejoin the fight because there is war in the heavenlies there's war going on. Angels on assignment. When a person gets born again, they are born into the family of God. They become a child of God. And as such, they have angels on assignment. Spiritual children of God. We are a brand new species. We become not man, you know, not angels, but we become a new creation in Christ Jesus. 
Old things pass away and we become brand new and we don't even know. The Bible says it does not even yet appear what we shall be. We don't even know what we are. But when we see him, we will be changed to be like him for we will see him as he is and we will understand who we are and what we are. And one day the Bible says even we will judge angels. Wow. Angels on assignment. You know, Cornelius... Whenever an angel was sent to him in the 10th chapter of Acts, the angel told him what to do so he could hear the gospel. Angels have a limited message. They can point someone, but it's our, it's, it's, it's our privilege to lead people to Christ. The angel didn't say, here's how you get born again. He said, send for Peter, and Peter will tell you how to get born again. That's not, that, that's not the last time. You remember in, in Acts, the ninth chapter, uh, whenever uh, Saul of Tarsus had that encounter and heard the voices from heaven, they didn't say, here's how you get saved. They said, go into the city and wait. And it took three days for those, those heavenly voices and heavenly visions to convince Ananias that it was his responsibility to go and share the gospel and pray for Saul of Tarsus who was saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and set free from all of the demon influence. He thought he was doing good. Angels were created with the same purpose as man was created. We are created, angels were created to glorify God. Angels have an individual choice whether or not they're going to follow God. We have an individual choice whether or not we're going to follow God. The only difference, perhaps, is that, uh, you know, whether we're going to follow God or do our own thing, angels can make that choice as well. But the situation differs in that angels, uh, their, their time of making that choice has already come. Our time, for many, have, has not yet come. At one point, an anointed high-ranking cherub named Lucifer, filled with pride, he began to talk out of his pride, he began to give reasons to the other angels whom God had created as to why they should not trust and follow God. And when, when, when he got enough angels on his side that he thought he could survive, he thought he could make it. I got enough now that I can make it. You know, that's, be careful when people or our suggestions are coming to you trying to get enough together to make it. Then he rebelled, and uh, he felt he had enough support. Uh, in Luke, the 10th chapter, Jesus said it happened like lightning. In a moment, in an instant, in a twinkling, it happened like, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. He said, and behold, I give unto you power over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I give you uh, authority, he said, over all of the enemy's ability, all over of the angel's ability. He's talking about angels. Rebel angels are often seen as angels of light, hoping to discredit God, hoping to discredit his word, hoping to discredit his servants. We see it all throughout the word of God. It started in a peaceful garden with that subtle and secret conversations. Be, beware of secret conversations that want to take you in a different direction.
Beware of those subtle secret conversations. Uh, beware of those sneaky snakes as it would have been. Seeds of distrust are often sown in darkness. Gossip. Seeds of discontentment are often sown in darkness. Often not said out loud, but they're whispered. Seeds of discontent, seeds of, of, of dissatisfaction, seeds of disappointment, seeds of division are often sown in darkness and sown in private. Beware of those divisions. You know, God loved his angels so much. He, had, he, he, he created them. Uh, you know, he had even given the devil so much. And his own pride, he rebelled and started his own kingdom. Beware of people that are starting their own kingdom. Beware. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 14 and 1 Timothy 3, 6 are the foundations for those things I just said. I'm cutting to the chase here. Angels, by the way, are at odds with one another and they are divided between God and the devil. The Bible says in James, the fourth chapter, resist the devil, resist his angels, resist all the evil forces. Their future is sealed. And one day, as 1 Corinthians 6, 3 says, we shall be their judge. Well, let me cut to the chase. Psalms 103:20, as we said earlier, and this is a different version, more of a paraphrase. Angels excel in strength and carry out God's plans, heeding the voice of his word. Important points. Number one, Hebrews 1.14. Angels are all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation. Angels are ministering spirits. They are sent to minister for you. If you're born again, angels are sent on assignment to minister for you. Second point, Matthew 18.10. Take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I say to you in that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. Be kind to little kids. Be kind to the simple. Be kind to people who cannot help themselves, whom God sees as little ones, whom God sees as people who need help. Be very kind because their angels are always beholding the face of God. Don't mess with nobody. Number three, Hebrews 13, 12. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. Be kind to strangers. Be careful and take care of other people who are in need. It just might be an angel. You know, it happened a lot in Sodom and Gomorrah. No doubt it's happened to us more times than we imagine. You know, we live in Sodom and Gomorrah today. And number four, Psalms 34, 7, as we talked in the beginning. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Let me encourage you to speak the word of God over your life, your family, your future. Heaven is listening and heaven will help. Angels on assignment. Thanks again for joining us for another dynamic message from Pastor Ron Hammonds. Visit cotr.com and subscribe to our social media platforms to stay up to date. 
as well receive more encouraging messages from our pastor and details of the work we're doing both in our community and communities like ours around the world. Today and every day, God bless.